0: Good morning, good afternoon, buenos dias, buenos tardes, and welcome to The Right View. I'm your host, Jared Burkowski. We got a load of things to talk about today. I will try to keep it short, simple, and to the point. Thank you all for listening and showing love to episode one, episode one, what is freedom is still up. Feel free to go listen to that one. But today I want to talk about something very important in mainstream politics right now. And that is well, how crucial is this Georgia runoff in for the Senate, both seats in the Senate? <clears throat> if if Joe Biden officially is to win the presidency, the magnitude of this situation in Georgia increases plentifold. a ton. It increases magnumoniously. So, I want to break it down for y'all. What exactly is going to be done and what is up for grabs? Because of this Senate race out in the southern state of Georgia. Well, it as of today, me filming, it has been 22 days since the election. Obviously, it's been pretty messy in these 22 days in terms of Joe Biden, Donald Trump, President, all that stuff. It's been very messy. But if if Biden is officially to win, well, like I said... That Senate race magnifies. Currently, we sit out with Republicans 50 and Democrats 48. Technically, it is 46 to the Democrats, but both of the independents are left-leaning liberals, if you will. One of those independents is good old Bernie Sanders. So, like I said, it's a very important race coming down in Georgia. There's a lot at stake. But in Georgia, we are going to a runoff because you need 50% of the vote to win. Well, in the first race, Democrat uh, Raphael Warnock versus Republican Kelly Loeffler. Warnock got 32.9% of the votes and 1,617,035 votes. And Loeffler got 25.9% of the votes with 1,273,214 votes. Doug Collins, another Republican, got 20% and 980,000 votes. So in theory, the people who voted for Doug Collins should vote for Lawler, right? Like, that should be in theory. There's no, you know, oh, well, we don't like Donald Trump here, so we're not going to vote for him. If the people of Georgia, let's say, want to keep their guns, well, those who voted for Doug Collins better get over themselves and go vote for Kelly Lawler. Additionally, though Democrat Deborah or Deborah Jackson got six point six percent of the votes and three hundred twenty four thousand votes, in theory, her vote should go to Warnock too. So that being said, there's a lot on the line. Republicans only need one of these, uh, excuse me, one of these senators to win. Right? they if they get one, it'll be fifty one to forty nine. All is good. Joe Biden will be able to do certain things. But really kind of be almost in a gridlock on some big policies that he would want to do without the Senate. Additionally to that, there will be no more of this, well, I don't like Donald Trump narrative going on in the Senate, right? So there are Republicans who have voted against Donald Trump because simply they don't like him. Um, Obviously, we've seen that throughout the uh, elections this year. So the Senate... You know, those 51 Republicans should remain true to their values, right? In theory, they should. There's no more of this, I don't like Donald Trump, so I'm going to have to vote against him. Same goes for the House. The Republicans got quite a few seats back in the House. They still trail by double digits. I don't know the exact number. I think the Republicans got plus 8, maybe plus 9. So they did a good job there but they still don't control it. So, Joe Biden, if he's officially to win this election, without the Senate, he can do some things, but he won't be able to do a lot of those things. Now, in the other Senate race, this one was very close for Republican David Perdue to actually almost win the official 50%. He had 49.7% with 2,462,617 votes. And then Democrat John Ossoff, Ossoff, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, with 47.9% and 2,374,519 votes. Very close for Purdue to almost win that, but that one will also go to a runoff. Again, this is very important because one of these Republicans, Lawler or Purdue, is needed for the Republicans to take the Senate, right? Because if, <clears throat> if, If Warnock and Ossoff win, it's a 50-50 tie, and the final vote goes to Kamala Harris. So that, in theory, would be 51-50 Democrats. Kamala Harris, obviously Joe Biden's vice president. So the stage is set, right? We know the gravity of the situation coming this January, but what's at stake? Republicans, I know, I said they need one seat, Democrats need both. And in theory, David Perdue is in a good position, and Kelly Loeffler should actually gain some more votes because of Doug Collins. But we'll have to find out come January. So obviously there's a lot at stake. The Democrats, you know, they're pushing for control in our society. Obviously I talked about freedom and whatnot in my last episode. Well, if Joe Biden is to get control of the Senate... Our, our ability to be freer, if that's a word, is obviously tightened. Our, our freedom is tightened to this point where we may not be able to exercise our rights as much as we want to in terms of freedom of speech, freedom of religion, uh, freedom to buy guns. And, and, that, and that's what I want to get into right here. So, so obviously, what's at stake? High taxes. Look, guys. Joe Biden has constantly said he only wants to tax the rich. And there's also been other times where he and Kamala Harris have actually said, your taxes will be raised. If the recent uh, Trump tax cut benefited you, you will actually not be benefit, benefited in Joe Biden's tax plans. And, and this one's really disturbing to me, additionally, in taxes, but they, they want to take your guns. Right? They want to take your guns. Period. There's no discussion to that whatsoever. This whole mandatory buyback, you know, register your guns. Cause when you register your guns, if something happens where a mass shooting happens, they will take those guns. And then it's 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 happened in Australia, it's happened in every socialistic society. If you register those guns, they will later be taken. Right, if you don't sell them back to the government. And I don't know why, why you would want to sell them back to the government. right? That's a big if. So, so let's get into what these beliefs are. And obviously, Joe Biden wants to ban sale of semi-auto weapons. License for those who own a weapon that is semi-auto. Newsflash, there are a lot more semi-auto weapons than just your American rifle, the AR-15. Handguns are semi-automatic. Shotguns are semi-automatic. Rifles are semi-automatic. There's a lot of weapons that are semi-auto. And that would be a lot of a buyback. The government's going to take your guns. They want to. So Warnock, Democrat, wants to. he wants to buy back the guns as well. He said the answer to America's gun violence is not masses of people carrying guns. What? Okay, if that's the case, then let's let's put this in theory, right? So if you take our guns, criminals will still get guns illegally because they're criminals, right? They, they break the law already. They're a criminal. They'll still find ways to get these guns. Then you have no way to protect yourself, right? So there's a huge gap here into logic, and obviously – The whole defund the police narrative has been pushed, pushed. By the way, I support our boys in blue, huge fan of uh, police everywhere, a proud cop supporter. Now, that being said, what if you can't call the police because they've been defunded and you are under attack? 30 minutes, 45 minutes it takes to get there. It's too late by then, and you don't have guns to defend yourself. Let me just think about that all for a second, guys. And, Job, there's none of this... Joe Biden doesn't want to take your guns. It's out there. He wants to take your guns. An armed society is an independent society, and the Democrats don't want an independent society. They want you to be controlled by them, by the media, and by big tech corporations. P.S. That's socialism, people. At least the foundings of it. Now, Kelly Loeffler, other Senate grew grew up uh, on a farm. He, she's the one going against Warnock. She was shooting and hunting as a firm believer in the Second Amendment. Poses effort to undermine our God-given right to defend ourselves. So obviously, Loeffler wins. It's fifty-one for the Republicans, and for the most part, a, not a lot can be done to our God-given constitutional right. For the most part, there will be some things gripped, but they will not be able to truly take your guns for at least another two years. Now, on the other side, Purdue is similar um, to Lawlor pro Second Amendment. Um, so that's and and that's also exactly uh, what um, Osoff. He also wants to buy back semi-automatic weapons. They want to take your guns, period. And that is very crucial in keeping freedom is the second amendment. So we cannot let that be given up. So people in Georgia go out and vote. Now, I want to get into this real quick. A word for the good people at Tactical Pro Supply. Now, Biden may not be for take or now Biden may be for taking away your second amendment, but you know who isn't? Tactical Pro Supply, American-owned and operated in Willowick, Ohio. Awesome American wear T-shirts, hoodies, shorts, leggings for women, pants. Uh, they've been promoting the Second Amendment, freedom, and love for America, and more for several years now. Now you can join Tactical Club for just one buck a month. Now, and they'll send you a shirt every month after for twenty bucks. It's one T-shirt to your door every month for twenty bucks. Great deal. I'm a part of it. Love what they send me. You also get a discount to their website and enter to giveaways and much more. Their Black Friday sale starts, well, it's on right now. Now you can use code BF30 at checkout for 30% off at TacticalProSupply.com. Go over there, get you 30% off, sign up for Tactical Club. Okay, now where were we, right? We were talking about gun rights and and all of that. So just a few examples of Biden wanting to take your guns, people in Georgia go out and vote. So here here it is. Biden hired Congressman Cedric Richard rich Richardman sorry rich, Richard Richard Richmond, sorry, don't have the right name down. as senior advisor, Richardson is for buybacks. Plans to disarm law-abiding Americans. He said it. He is for a mandatory buyback. Okay, moving on now. Um, he also m- made his campaign manager, Jennifer O'Malley Dillon, to be deputy chief of staff. She also wants to confiscate more than 10 million firearms or, quote, assault weapons newsflash, AR-15s are not, assault weapons. It's right there in front of us. So, wake up. This is crucial. Biden wants to take your guns. Now, moving on. I know I've said it a lot about the Second Amendment. I'm a firm believer in that. Um, before this, I... I made America's food. I cooked me a great steak. Even my family talked about guns. Huge supporter of the Second Amendment. Now, what's next after taking your guns? Well, Biden wants to raise taxes on the rich and corporations. Well, that's not actually true because Biden said, like I said earlier in the program, Biden actually said if Trump's tax cuts benefited you, your taxes will be raised. Trump's tax cuts benefited a lot of people. So your taxes will be raised. Taxes were actually. Her, Biden's tax plan is actually a bigger increase than what Hillary Clinton's tax plan was when she ran in 2016. Additionally, Biden wants to get rid of student debt and make college cost nothing for people who make. Under six figures. How are you going to do that? How? Who's going to pay for it? Look, college should not be free, but college is a little overpriced right now. Not just a little, it's a lot. But that being said, if you don't, you know, there's scholarships and all this other stuff. College is overpriced, but you can't make it suddenly free for a bunch of people. And then who pays for it, right? Biden wants to also, quote, fight climate change. Yeah. That's a big waste of money. That means no federal funds to oil. That's millions of jobs, people. Millions of jobs that is cost. The city of Houston would lose like I think it was like eight percent of the jobs or something like that. A, a huge portion and that would obviously skyrocket the unemployment rate, which is a huge statistic when um shown when a president is I guess you know their stats are lined out while their unemployment rates a big a big statistic for them. He wants to eliminate fracking and the Green Deal, the new Green Deal or the Green Deal that's trying to get pushed across, which with a Democratic Senate might very well, which we also might not know because there are some moderate Democrats who think this is absurd. It'll cost tons in taxes to try and, quote, save the climate. The climate has always changed people. And there have always been people predicting this change, this, the climate ending the world and all this other stuff. But there's never been this idea that it's just all automatic. All of a sudden we're going to melt. The climate has always changed. It is changing. And... I think this whole idea that the Green Deal will save us is a joke. Yes. Okay, next. Joe Biden wants Medicare for all. That'll also require raising taxes. That is obvious. The question is, why should I pay for someone else's Medicare? Mm, Why should I do that? I make my money. I don't want my money going to someone else's Medicare. Okay. He also wants an increase in American immigration, more people coming in and out of the country illegally, and more giveaways to our number one global um, opponent, China. He wants to incorporate China. To close with this, people, here in the final few minutes, I want to leave you with some thoughts and and some ideas. My first episode was about freedom, right? The This race in Georgia is a crucial pivot point in our history here in 2020. Obviously, every election is crucial for the future and our grandchildren and all that. Every new election is this one here in Georgia, if Joe Biden holds on and, you know, this goes to the court and everything. And, and look, if the odds are against Donald Trump, they are, but I, you know, I believe Trump is not only a winner, but he's the one who has overcome the odds before. So if anyone's to do it, it is him. But that being said, there is no guarantee he will win. So that, like I said, magnifies the race, the runoff coming this January in Georgia. America will trend towards a more controlled society if both of these Democrats win. Obviously, like I said before, there are moderate Democrats who aren't for socialism, but that doesn't mean they are not doing other things to raise taxes. The thing I want to to say here is that there is clear proof of a election fraud here in. The race for the president, obviously, the 130,000 votes that showed up out of nowhere at 3.30 a.m. in Michigan, all for Joe Biden, every single one. Many, many Donald Trump votes casted to the side, other instances. So what makes me think that the Democrats can't rig this thing in Georgia, right? There's obviously a chance they can there's a very good chance they can do this too. Will they? I can't, I cannot say so, but there's a chance, right? So dating back to my first episode, right? Freedom, not in Joe Biden's America, right? And to end on this, what does Joe Biden really stand for? Nobody really knows. The media has just promoted his 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 figure that he's not Donald Trump so much that we really don't know what he stands for. All right? No, he's, you know, there's certain things we know because he's a Democrat and all that. So we kind of can't say for sure what we know he will do if he gets the Senate. And if he doesn't get the Senate, he can still do some things we're not 100% sure. The media pushed this narrative that this guy, Joe Biden, is a great, you know, look at the smile. Joe Biden, Ooh, good old Joe. Good old Joe's not Donald Trump. He's not mean. He's not racist. He's not homophobic, misogynistic doesn't hate people who aren't white. By the way, Donald Trump, let's not do that. The media has pushed this narrative, as I've said before, that Donald Trump is mean and all this other stuff. They pushed the narrative to vote for Joe because he isn't Donald Trump. The media told them to do it. This idea out there that... Joe Biden will do great for this country because he's not Donald Trump. Joe Biden spent over 40 years as a politician and he didn't do, he didn't make America better. He didn't make America more free. And now we think he's supposed to make it better for us now that he's the president at 78 years old. Think about that. Over 40 years in politics and he hasn't. Done a lot for this country. But look, look on the bright side now, right? Racism is no more because Joe Biden's president. (laughs) We're all happy, happy, joy, joy now because Joe Biden's president. That's not the case, folks. Hate to break break it to you. Hate to burst your bubble, but that's not the case. This race in Georgia is huge. Huge for our freedoms. Huge for what the Founding Fathers had in mind for this country. And huge for the future of this country. Huge for our future generations. And huge for you listening at home. Most of y'all will probably not be listening to this in Georgia. But just know when January rolls around and that runoff comes, there's a lot on the line if we have officially decided that Joe Biden is the president. A lot. Thank you all for listening to episode two of The Right View. God bless America. God bless the Second Amendment. And God bless all of y'all listening at home. Y'all have a great morning, afternoon, or night. Take it easy, folks.